Blog Talk Radio. It's 2018, and we are the Metal Hammer of Doom, brought to you by the Rattledge Broadcasting Network. For over 10 years, we're grinding your gears. I am your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And tonight, we are kicking off 2018, the only way the Metal Hammer of Doom could kick off a new year, by reviewing an album that came out late last year. You got it. This is Morbid Angel, Kingdoms Disdained, which came out Friday, December 1st, 2017, through Silver Lining Music. And joining me in his rightful chair, the second chair, my co-host with the most, the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. How do you do, sir? I am doing absolutely fantastic. 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 I'm goat whore. Oh, right. That was last year's gimmick. Goat um, whore. That goat whore is every whore. year, Mark. It's, <laughs> it's every year, Mark. You just need to remember that. Okay, every year. Um, are you excited for this, man? We're, you know, when we when we started this show, it was kind of like, well, you pick one, I pick one, and then I went crazy and started picking all of them. Uh, this year, we're kicking off the new year of uh, the new slate of reviews in the Metal Hammer of Doom with something that is more out of your wheelhouse than is mine. Can you feel it, sucker? Uh, well, let me put it like this. Uh, it can't be any worse than the last Morbid Angel album. That album, <laughs> oh, God. I've taken, I've pretty much had Taco Bell dumps that are a little more appetizing. Oh, no. I actually was not the hugest fan of Morbid Angel for a very long time. And, and maybe you can speak to this better than I could. But I, re- I remember their, a lot of their early albums being very slow and very doomy. And uh, very, very, and the vocals were very, very deep. And I just wasn't into it. It was too slow for me. Does that sound like Morbid Angel to you? Or am I thinking of another band? I never really... Well, 
uh, God of Emptiness is a song that was really like that. Uh, I think they're 90s. I'd say some of those kind of or like 93, 94. Those might have been a little, maybe a little slower, but like Altars of Madness, uh, Covenant, like all that shit. Now, that's, that's usually pretty balls to the wall. Yeah, and Blessed Are the Sick. How can I forget that? Which, by the way, cool thing about Morbid Angel, uh, each one of their albums uh, starts with a new letter, and they're going in alphabetical order. So uh, we're on K now. But yeah, uh, I think they slowed down a little bit once we got to uh, albums like uh, Domination and Formula's Fatal to the Flesh, which is a fun album. Uh, yeah, uh, I will say that they're they're one of the death metal bands I first latched onto because the first one I listened to ever really was Cannibal Corpse, and I wasn't like a huge fan of the Cookie Monsters. So it took like bands like Death to really get me started. But Morbid Angel was one of the ones that I kind of uh, stumbled upon in my. Uh, Pandora music listening days. Yeah. Oh, Pandora. Pandora is the fucking worst. Why? Because I'm like, no, Pandora. Don't play Disturbed. No, Pandora. Don't play Pantera. <laughs> Thumbs down. Next song, Disturbed, Pantera. Guys, I don't want this in the middle of my of my goddamn kill switch engage. What's wrong with Pantera? Yes. Don't answer that. I'll get back to you in just a no, second. No, I, Let me bring I one. absolutely adore Pantera, sir. It is just the uh, it, it's just the time and place, you know. <laughs> There's never a wrong time for Pantera. All right, the third chair. Uh, I don't know proctology exams. <laughs> <laughs> that chuckling you hear in the background can only be from one man. The third chair, the man who comes to the metal hammer of doom with his paper. And Pencil, he's hot for teacher. He's always willing to learn. He's the disapproving dad and the host of source material in his own right. Mr. Jesse Starcher, how do you do, sir? January 3rd, 2018. And we are discussing a band I have no recollection of ever hearing before in my entire life. I guess it's just like 2017 all over again. More of an angel. Here we go. Can't wait to learn something. All right. Now, Jesse, you sent me a track here, Morbid Angel, Elude Divinium Insanus Sampler. No. When exactly? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Robert Cooper. You know, what's uh. funny is I have no clue about this band. So what I do is I decide to go and jump on some reviews just so I can kind of get up an idea of what this, what's come before, how, how long this band's been around, what's been going on recently, and one of the many, many things that had been said over and over was how this was, this album we're about ready to hear is very different from the album that came before it. And Coop, I mean, you know more about that album than I do, because you just mentioned it. Uh, so I decided to go take a little taste from YouTube to find out what in the world they were talking about because they mentioned one article specifically mentioned Robert Cooper. This would be morbid angels cold Lake. Yeah. Uh, so they, <laughs> I was like, okay, now you've got my attention. So what I did was I grabbed about three or four songs. I thought were probably the most offensive off of that album. And 
threw them in just a, like a little, I think we got like a minute, maybe a little bit over a minute sampler off of there. Songs are no more, or, you know, samples are no more than 15 seconds long. So uh, Mark Rowlett, you're more than welcome to at any time to pull that out and play it. If you want to do that, just to kind of get an idea where we're coming from and what we're going into, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. I leave it to your discretion. Well, let's go ahead and kick off this review of Kingdom's Disdain by playing something that isn't Kingdom's Disdain, because that's what we do here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. Uh, we start very, very focused on one thing, and that's Squirrel. So let's go <laughs> ahead and play, and play Morbid Angel Iliud Divinium Insanus Sampler. A minute and 22 seconds of madness brought to you by Jesse Starcher, the disapproving dad. Here we go. Not in a million years would I have guessed that any of that was morbid angel. What the <laughs> hell, man? Ah, uh, Coop, I mean, what did you think of that, dude? You, you need to go find, when we're done with this, Hitler, you know, like the Hitler Reacts videos where they took that scene from uh, uh, Downfall, you know, the thing about Hitler in the bunker. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he starts going off, and it's Hitler listens to morbid angel. <laughs> <laughs> and it is fantastic like it was a kill a cop kill a kill a cop he's like hello ice tea called he wants his lyrics back <laughs> like <laughs> i think what happened with that album if i'm not mistaken is their uh last uh their their vocalist which is their original vocalist uh david vincent if i'm not mistaken because uh, the one for yeah currently is steve tucker so mm-hmm. that was their – he was their vocalist in the 90s and now. But David Vincent apparently, like, must have fell in love with his wife's industrial rock band that he was in <laughs> in the 90s once he left Morbid Angel. Because, uh, yeah, this album feels like Marilyn Manson's Leftovers. And I don't mean that in a nice way. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, that was – I don't want to say it's, like, crap, but it, it's not what I would expect from Morbid Angel. And certainly sounds nothing like what we're going to listen to oh, tonight. Oh, dude. It it turned from the articles that I read. I mean, it turned a fan base against this band. There was a <laughs> lot of people that were upset with what happened, and that album came out in 2011, I think. So we're this yeah. this one. We got six years in between where they probably felt pretty 
bad of what they did to all their fans. <laughs> and they should yeah, that, feel that bad. Definitely seemed like, that definitely seemed like they were trying a little too hard to play music of the moment and abandoned any credibility they had as a band. Um, I will also say this, as I was listening to that, I could imagine like Morbid Angel fans, and, and this this will mean something if you've ever seen the uh, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling video by Max Landis, where I believe it's, um, who's CM Punk's best friend, Robert? Uh, Cole Cabana. Cole where Cabana. Cole Cabana yeah, it, you know, it, Triple H is coming. He's like, "Why don't you like me?" And Coco Battle's like, "Get the bricks!" You know, <laughs> just throwing things at uh, at the, the 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 gal playing Triple H. And I can imagine people having a similar reaction to that Morbid Angel album. So it's just they're just playing that, those songs and Coco Battle yelling out, "Get the bricks!" <laughs> and pelting them with with bricks, like you do. All right, let's uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into Morbid Angel, Kingdoms Disdained, our first track, Piles of Little Arms. Cooper, let's talk about that first track. Sounds like death metal. What do you think? Uh, yeah, this is far more in line with what I'm expecting. There were a few albums on uh, Elude, whatever the fuck it was. It started with an I and it was shit. Uh, like Blades of Ball was a track that was really, I found really impressive uh, off that album. And this is much more like it. Uh, with Morbid Angel, Trey Azixos is really the only member that's been around since 83 since they started they have a new drummer who used to be in uh, what band I don't remember what band he was in I remember they used to have a drummer that was in Hate Eternal and that or this is not that guy uh, I find this drumming to be decent like it, there's really not much to it in my opinion it's I'm not going to say technically like in a technical skill wise that it's um there's a negative to it because no, this guy, I feel like he's talented, but in terms of drum patterns, it's very repetitious. Uh, the guitar work, once it's, once you hit the solos, I like them. I like, uh, Trey has exhaust, uh, style of solos. Very, they're very, uh, distinct to me. 
But overall, I like this song. I dug it. Uh, a lot of this album sounds like this. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, like... I, this is one of those albums that... I was this listening to this in the background. Yeah, I was I just going to say, this is background, in the background. Yeah, I, um, it is very much like... That's pretty much like the entire album. Yeah, this is music to clean your house to and take out the garbage. Tie <laughs> to your room. Little Def Leppard for you. Um, I suppose a rock's out of the question. Sorry. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of those songs where there's not a whole lot that stands out. There's one song on here that really stood out to me. Um, and I don't know how Robert's going to feel about it. Jesse, I think it will, it, Jesse will warm up to it, but I know Jesse's not a fan of the death metal. So we're, we're off to an auspicious start here in 2018. Jesse, what'd you think of that first track? Yeah, there's the drummer has to be tired after a concert. Cause there's <laughs> just, I mean, gosh, the double bass is insanity. It's like, I'm like, dude, How's it going? <laughs> just calm down. All right. <laughs> calm down. Now it's, it's, uh, I mean, it was okay. I think I, I started this album yesterday. I didn't get all the way through it until, uh, sitting down and giving it another shot there this evening and actually dedicating some, dedicating my ears to it. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not going to complain about the vocals. The vocals fit where they're supposed to. Um, it's, it just seems like a lot of chaos happening in this uh, i did dive into the the concept i guess you would say it, it seems like it's a it, i don't know if it's a concept album or not it's not telling a story but the main theme behind it uh, and i think most i think all the songs deal with that is about a uh it's about a god or gods coming back to earth and wiping earth clean and resetting everything um, so you'll notice that most likely if I had the word counter and I would have thought about it, I should have threw all the lyrics to all the songs in there just to see what the most used word was. And my guarantee would probably be God because it comes up an awful lot. Uh, but, uh, regardless it's, yeah, it's definitely death metal. And, and the first song didn't grab me. I'll just put it that way. Piles of little arms. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's like, I, I'm gonna gimmick you by grabbing you with the a disgusting a disgusting title of a track. Uh, let but, me let me go you one better. So um, I was at a party tonight, thrown by my wife's uh, coworkers, uh, one one specific coworker and her husband, lovely people. And before I left, we were playing Cards Against Humanity. You ever play Cards yes. Against Humanity, Jesse? I I know the concept. Never. Oh yeah, actually, I think I may have played it. Uh, played it once at work, believe it or not. Two midgets shitting in a that. bucket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Someone may have played that card tonight. As a matter of fact. So pile of little arms. Pile of little arms sounds like a Cards Against Humanity card. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is, and they just stole it. They were just like, like Morbid <laughs> Angel or in the studio there. They're riffing. They're writing. Every, every song title was a card to human, or a card against humanity. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's go. This is not a card against humanity. This is capital D, capital E, capital A, capital D, D E D. What's that spell? Dead. 
there was enough differentiation in that song to make it at least somewhat interesting. <gasps> kind of like that one. I like the uh, I like the way I, mean, I wouldn't call it a breakdown necessarily, but I like the way um, it changed tempo a little bit. My my biggest problem, and I think I've said this before in previous shows, my biggest problem with a lot of death metal is the dependence on blast beats. Um, I I like, and, and Jesse will feel me on this. Jesse will feel me. I part sure. of the reason why I like. St- <laughs> That's gay. Um, part of the reason why I like stoner rock so much is I like a lot of groove in my music. You know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be stoner rock. Um, we reviewed, Robert and I reviewed uh, way back, how far back, way, way back. We reviewed, um, what is it, Black Roots of Earth? Uh, Dark Roots the of the Earth by Testament, yeah. Yeah, Dark Roots of Earth by Testament. And even a song as heavy as Rise Up had a lot of groove to it. Would you, would you, yes or no? Would you agree, Robert Cooper? Indeed. Okay. So, you know, you can have, you know, another classic. And I'm bringing these two up just because they're on my mind right now. I have, I got these bitches, Jesse Starcher. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I got these <laughs> I, I got these broads, these bitches. My my homegirls, my my work wives, uh, both of them insisted that I text them when I left work today because I get out of work early now. I get out of work at five o'clock. They have to stay till seven because of my schedule change. And they were both like, "Well, te- you know, text us later." And I'm like, "I right. wink." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not forty years old. <laughs> um, that's not creepy at all. Uh, anyway. So I didn't, I didn't really know what to text either one of them because you know, I'm like married guy and not looking to not not looking to do anything weird. But I was like, so I I'm trying to convince one of them, the single one of the two of them, to go see to go see the Sabaton and Creator show with me. And now I just heard today on uh, Blabbermouth.com that uh, Testament might be touring with either Slayer or Lamb of God or both. Oof. And I didn't get to see Testament. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. And I didn't get to see Testament last year um, because I got the cancer. And <laughs> around the time that I would have gone to see Testament was it was also around the time that I went to go see WrestleMania. And by the time I had seen WrestleMania and the following SmackDown, I was so sick I ended up in the hospital, uh, if you'll remember. So too much rest. Uh, <laughs> so we uh, I had to sell my Testament tickets. So, like, I am dying to go see Testament live in concert and make up for last year's uh, misfire there. So I'm trying to convince this girl to go see the Testament show with me now. So the story is, I text, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what, what I should text her that won't get me in any kind of hot water. So I texted her, rise up, Testament. And I was just like, see, they're not so scary. And she's like, oh, my God, this is demonic. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> the guys. Hey, you know what's really funny? You should have sent her the uh, song "Demonic" by Testament. <laughs> Try to convince her to go, not not to run away screaming. Um, so I I texted her uh, Testament. Uh, so I te- texted her "Rise Up" by Testament. She's like, "Oh, they're demonic," and I'm like, "No, the guys from Testament are like little teddy bears." And she's like, "Yeah, demonic teddy bears." The other girl 
just to round this whole conversation out before we move on to the next track. I texted her Angel of Death by Slayer just because I had yeah. no idea what to text her. And I'm just like, fuck Slayer! You know, um, like <laughs> like somebody with fucking Tourette's. Um, and she writes back, of- don't, don't ever text me again. No, she's like, I miss you. And I'm just like, uh, fuck Slayer. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> um, so Angel of Death is another one of those songs, though, that has, as heavy as it is, it has a ton of groove to it. And in, in both of those cases, they kind of remind me at least a little bit, uh, not, not necessarily that they sound alike, but this had a little bit of groove to it, this song, Dead. What do you think of it, Jesse? Uh, it was, again, you get that death metal feel. The blast beats. Okay, when you say blast beats, one of the reviews I read talked about, it said an onslaught of gravity blasts shower down from this song. So when they say that, are they talking about the blast beats that you, you keep referring to? Is this the double bass? Bam, right in your face. Is that, is that what you mean by that? Yeah. Robert, okay. you want to you wanna second that? Gravity blasts. Uh, <laughs> I, you, you know, like I, I, I'm gonna pick up that right and pin this year again. Knock on, uh, knock on cat here, but uh, your gravity blasts a little bit, uh, a little bit beyond me there, buddy. Okay, all right. Well, time to time to Google it. Do time it. Time to Google do it. it. Now, I don't know if <laughs> they're just using it as a. <laughs> I don't know if they're just using well, it as a descriptor. We need to, we need a T-shirt that says Metal Hammer of Doom hashtag Time to Google it. Mindy Starcher, you president of merchandising for the for the Metal Hammer of Doom and the Rattle Engine Broadcasting Network. Get on that T-shirt, Metal Hammer of Doom oh, well, hashtag Time to Google it. She'd be like, "What do, podcast do, do are you talking about?" Reader? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I got I know the Metal of Doom. I certainly don't know the Metal Hammer of Doom. <laughs> uh, would you like to buy a word? Um, all right. Anything else on Dead, Robert, before we move on? Nah, I can dig it. All right. Can you dig it, sucker? Track three, sucker. Garden of Disdain. <laughs> Warning. 
I think that song is best defined by the phrase most appropriate and just the right use of double bass. It isn't, you know, it starts off that kind of woodpecker, you know, know, blast beats, fucking give you a headache after a while, double bass. But they quickly break away from that. There's some differentiation in the drumming. And it's got a little bit of groove to it, not a tremendous amount. You know, it's no, you know, it's no, uh, you know, it's not stoner rock or anything, but um, it's got just enough groove to make it interesting and, you know, rhythmic. And I think that's my issue a lot of times is death metal is anti-rhythmic. And that's why I tend to run away from some of it. You know, like Cannibal Corpse and some of these other death metal bands, when they can when they can have a little rhythm, you know, I can yeah. I can all the other bits and pieces of, of their music uh, right in place for me, and it sounds great. When it's just for three minutes, it's like all right, that's not rhythm, that's sound of a jackhammer. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's repetition. Yeah, that's that's, that's what they call me. That's construction sound, and it gives me a headache. Robert? Eh, I didn't mind the construction sounds myself. Uh, Again, this song I felt like was, yeah, that was another uh, more of an angel song off of this album. That's kind of my problem. I've listened to this album twice, and I can remember a few tracks, like uh, the the track they chose as their their quote-unquote single, I guess, uh, for uh, on YouTube that I can't remember the name of, but I'll know it when I hear it. Um, I, it's, it's not really an album I feel like is serviced necessarily by a track-by-track breakdown. I feel like it's perhaps more uh, suitable suited for uh, kind of just like a review where you talk about just the, the music in the band and the kids and the rap music, you know, something like that. They don't know what jazz is all about, you see. <laughs> and the pudding box. So I found what a gravity roll is But I'm going to YouTube it Just so I know what it fucking sounds like <laughs> You tell the people who came up with that gravity roll Shit to knock it off so, so Seriously I already got pizza roll I've already got a barrel roll Now i got a gravity roll Like, come on. Well, I, I, now hold on it's a gravity blast If you're referring to what I mentioned earlier I do not well, know what a gravity, gravity roll is a gravity blast is a blast beat for, version of a gravity roll. Oh, okay. Well, what, all right, so I'll tell you what it is. Me. It's all about the bullshit. <laughs> it's all about the he said she said bullshit. Oh, uh, shit! Oh, uh, it's all about the nookie. Come on, give me that cookie. <laughs> yeah, stick it up your yeah. Stick it yeah. up your yeah. 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 Uh shit. Yeah, Limp Biscuit house. The thing is, is, I forgot that was Limp Biscuit. I just knew that it was a really awful reference, and I wanted to make it. <laughs> and and uh, nothing like an awful reference it just hit me right where I live. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Jesse, your thoughts, sir? A garden of disdain. Uh, it was okay. I, I agree with you a hundred percent about adding some rhythm to make it more interesting. Uh, it really does. I mean, I think one of the songs that stands out on this album really 
the only reason that is is because it seems like it has a lot more rhythm. Uh oh. Somebody's got a kid. Me. Yeah. Somebody's got no, a kid my, in the background. My, my dirty me. stay out of a wife just got home from the party that I left early, which I didn't mention this before, but the, the host of the party was like, why don't you just do your podcast here? And I'm like, listen, fucker, number one, <laughs> that, the podcast is like two hours long. It's not happening. I'm not like hanging out in your house. Your fucking kids are sleeping. Your wife's like, trying to get to bed. And I'm just like, hey, we're here on the metal hammer of doom in some other fucking guy's house. It's not going to work. It's not going to fly. That, that is my job. My job is to do the Metal Hammer of Doom from some guy's house. Walmart. Walmart, Coop. <laughs> yes. The Wandering Podcast host. That is right. <laughs> it's not and, really a Walmart podcast unless I have you on speaker. Uh, that's true. Going through the checkout line. Well, and the that's the yeah. like, they're playing cards against humanity, and that's fine. I was playing, too. We were having grand all the time. That was a fun game. It was a fun game. Um... Uh, hey, l- ladies and gentlemen, the fourth chair, the unofficial fourth chair of the podcast, <laughs> Melissa Radulich. How do you do, hon? I'm very good. Hi. Uh, you're very good, huh? Melissa, if I told you about- is, uh, I know all about your misses. Yeah, tell Jesse, because I, I heard his little tone when I was telling my story about my bitches, and he was like, oh, that Radulich, he's going to get himself in trouble. <laughs> tell him you know about the bitches. Oh, I know all about the bitches. You hear that, Jesse? Uh, all right, then. <laughs> um, anyway. Leave it at that. <laughs> what did you say, Jess? I said, we'll leave it at that. All right, we'll then. We'll leave it at that. Listen knows, listen knows all the bitches. Anyway, um, so they wanted me to do this podcast at the house and so I wouldn't have to leave. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to fly. It's not going to work out. I mean, as much as, as much as this podcast really is like a, like a game of cards against humanity... Um, well, we listen to music. I'm pretty sure the, the Catholic and the Protestant at the table and, <laughs> and, and the Russian and the very not Russian anymore. Okay. The former Russian, you know, and, and the girl that only likes black men, large black men, muscular black men. Um, <laughs> I love how you have taken my closest friends in all of the world and like boiled them down to stereotypes. Yeah, that's what we do in the Metal Hammer. That's what we do. We just label. We label. Get used to it. Yep, label. I mean, I think I've seen that. I've seen that film. Pam Greer's in it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pam Pam Greer stars in the Protestant, the Catholic, the Russian, and the girl who likes black men. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So anyway, yeah. Uh, black exploitation films are wonderful. I, I don't. I don't think they would have appreciated the old morbid angel. Well, it doesn't anyway. have enough muscly black guys. That's Sepultura. Yeah, there's not enough. There's not enough muscly black men in Morbid Angel. <laughs> there's a little Which bit of suffocation. There, there's yeah. This Wear that one around. Number of Doom. Have enough muscly black men. Catchphrase. I'm, I'm telling you, my, my 2018 for the Rattleism Broadcasting Network is sell some fucking t-shirts. If Bruce Pritchett can sell a t-shirt every time Conrad Thompson mutters something, why can't we, goddammit? <laughs> Who the fuck is Conrad Thompson? Real sad. 
Okay. Dude, my wife is so drunk right I now. I was going to say. I was about to say, she sounds drunk. I was going to say, go home, Melissa. You're drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go home, Melissa. You're drunk. <laughs> I've now, I've, I've, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to play another song, and then you guys can react to it when the song's over. I have now started to refer to my, to my wife as Rummy. Just, just let that one sink in for a moment. Rummy. This is the righteous voice. this album would benefit from a general review and not a track-by-track breakdown, Rob? Because yeah. that song yeah. fucking exemplifies that that theory. You were like, yep, that's a Morbid Angel song. <laughs> that was all I was thinking through that whole thing. I was like, yeah, man, death metal, dig it. Next. I, yeah. I think the only... The only thing that makes this interesting for me is after, you know, hearing what feels like repetition. I mean, it's not completely repetitious because you can just like you see, you can see some variation between song to song. I think we're getting to my favorite song up next, and it seems to stand out above the rest. But no, uh, that's wrong. And you're incorrect, but that's all right. We'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, uh, you're just um, telling me to go fuck myself. All right. 
But no, diving into the lyrics is about the only time when something like this, not uninteresting, but most almost samey sounding stuff comes along. I hop into the lyrics, and I think that's what makes this album a little bit more interesting for me, because it's clearly about the insanity that would happen if, like, all of a sudden these gods showed up and just said, hey, we created the Earth, you guys suck, and we're wiping everybody off this planet. Uh, and there's just about every song is told, the story is told by a god or the god that is coming back. Uh, so it's completely violent, uh, and the lyrics show that, and it kind of matches with what's going on in the song. Uh, clearly, you don't want to sing a nice slow song about you know, the, the fires and, and the, the crazy stuff that's going on throughout this story that's being told. But um, anyway, that's about the only – I'm curious as to which your favorite is, Mark, then. If it's not going to be number five, then we'll, we'll find out uh, – I guess we'll find out later as we go through the album as to which one it is. But um, Yeah, all right. I got something for you. I got something for you, Jesse Starcher. Just you wait and see. <laughs> oh, great. I cannot wait to get a morbid angel up my ass. <laughs> I was going to say, that is uh, – I was going to say, this is how you speak. You kiss your mother with that mouth? and Why, Jesus? How how long have you guys been doing this show with me? This is how I talk. Well, I mean, true. I just, I'm just saying, you're the one talking about giving him the old morbid angel. Oh my gosh! Are you new? I don't, I don't need the morbid. I don't need. I don't need a morbid angel with my ass, please. No. <laughs> uh, I just. I just. You watched sound truly it. frightened. I just watched an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he goes to the doctor and he's so upset about the fact that the doctor's, actually it was the nurse, was asking him what was his problem. Now, he went to the proctologist, or not the proctologist, the gastrointestinologist, whatever. Anyway, he was so upset with the fact that they were asking her, or asking him, what's wrong? He's like, I don't want to tell you what's wrong. Just get the doctor in here. I don't want to tell you. I'd rather talk to the doctor face to face. And finally, he gets so fed up, he says, there's a gerbil up my ass. All right? Well, she... She proceeds to tell everybody that Larry David has a gerbil up his ass, and he gets around town, and every person that runs into him proceeds. So I don't want a morbid angel up my ass. That's the last thing I need for – I don't need rumors going around 2018 saying I got a morbid angel up my ass. Coop, what do you think? Yeah, That, that reminds me of, my, uh, of a friend of mine from a community college whose dad had a newspaper clipping about uh, two gay guys who decided to get kinky and put a gerbil up uh, one of their butts. <sighs> Uh, and, they, and then they and they lost it. Uh, so this is 1992, and Homeboy gets a match to look. It ignites a gas pocket in his anus. Oh come uh, on! And launches the gerbil out of the guy's come ass. Come on! Come on! <laughs> and, this, and a flaming and a flaming dead gerbil hits the one guy in the nose, breaks it. The oh. other one has a has a singed anus. Come on, dude. <laughs> No way. Yep. I need L Storm. L Storm, if you're listening, (laughs) write a song about how a man (laughs) set fire to another man's anus and launched a gerbil into the atmosphere. Wow. It'll be a story about how they ran out of cannons on the ship. The only thing they could do <laughs> is, is to launch continually a, load is to launch a gerbil, gerbil out of the poop deck. 
<laughs> Instead uh, of fucked by an anus, shot by an anus. That's how it's gonna go. Fucked by an anus. Oh, no. Joe. <laughs> wow. Oh, look, all I was. 2018. Uh, uh, we are right, right where we left off. You're the hamster. You're the hamster. All right, this is just. Why do you love that song so much? You want to have ten thousand of its babies. Ah, uh, well, don't need a morbid angel up the ass. But oh, we're still uh, on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh but no, it, it's probably it's the song that grabbed my attention. I think the most out of these, out, out of all this album here. Uh, I remember listening to it, thinking, okay. Uh, going through, I think, song four, I'm like, man, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to like any of these songs. And then five, uh, Architect and Iconoclast hit, and I was like, oh, this actually sounds pretty decent. There's, I don't know if it's considered a breakdown. I'm I'm not too up on my metal terminology, but it, it, it gets a little bit slower at one point. And uh, then I don't know if it's groove elements that get in there just for a couple minutes. And I'm like, okay, this is this is something I can dig and get behind. Uh, the the song itself is pretty neat. It's about this. It's about a god who created the earth, the architect, and he's coming back and he's explaining to somebody, look, I'm the one that created this. You 
have no you, you have no right or no uh, no ownership of this earth, and I, it is my right to come in here and wipe it clean. Uh, this was my design. I'm 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 going to redesign it. So I think the concept of the song is cool as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's about, that's about the most validation I can give it. Why? Why? Well, I'll ask you about your favorite when we get to yours. Okay, Robert Cooper. Ooh, that's me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I, even I, I like I like this song. Uh, my feelings I, actually, the more I listen to this album, because this is technically round three, is I feel like this album would be like fucking awesome to hear live. Like, I think it's got that sort of that vibe to it, the energy that really works in a live atmosphere where it doesn't really matter if things sound the same because you're really there just to experience some music. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that about uh, concerts. You know, you can have bands that have sort of same qualities to their music, but it's all right because at the end of the day, uh, I mean, you're getting just a short dose of it, and it's really more about the atmosphere and the energy and kind of what it brings what it brings out of you. Though I will say Cannibal Corpse, they are not samesy live. No, they are not. It was especially awesome at the end when they're like, all right, we're done. Nah, we're kidding. Here's Hammer Smash Phase. Yeah, that was their... Yeah, ooh, Rape Stripped and Strangled, they played that too. It was it was fucking phenomenal. The one that made me the happiest, though, was Evisceration Plague. Because I right. absolutely adore that song. It's a good one. Two tracks. I got to talk 
to Jesse Starcher for just a minute because Jesse Starcher is a father of a daughter, and that daughter may have access to Snapchat. Don't bring up Snapchat, gee. Now or in the future. Oh. Jesse, I, at least I learned. At least that boy named Monkey is out of the picture, right? Uh, I don't even want to talk it, about it. Robert. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Jesse Starcher, can I talk? Can I, can I talk at you? Just yes, Pat. Uh, yes, Pat Tell me, tell me, tell me what I need to know. Learn you, learn you a little something that I heard from the bitches I work with, and they're all lovely little bitches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> are you having some? Are you uncomfortable with my use of that word, sir? Sorry, I dropped the phone. What? <laughs> like Coop hung up. He's so upset. <laughs> no, no, I was. Uh, I'm sitting here trying to play a basketball game, and I'm like, "Hold on, let me move my face," and the phone went with it. Let me move my face. No, 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 no. Jesse Starcher, let me talk to you about what the bitches told me. Oh boy. They said on the Snapchat, not only do they get unsolicited dick pics. This is a, this get is this. depressing. Oh, no. They get the wiener. They yes, the wiener, the slong, your wife's best friend, your piece of pork. People, men, men, I guess, boys, people with penises. They send unsolicited videos, Jesse Starcher, of them jacking off and finishing into a random. People's places. Not chat roulette. Why would you hit them with the chat roulette? I'm sorry. What now? What the fuck? Oh, you don't know about chat roulette? No, chat roulette is a thing. Chat roulette is a one more thing to worry about. Chat roulette (laughs) is a website where you put your interests, and then it uh, pretty much puts you in a gigantic pool of people with those same interests, and you. uh, just chat with strangers, um, and especially usually you find lots of guys just whacking off. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my best friend Nick, who still needs to be on this podcast, just on this back and I uh, take a drink. Did that? We, we did that in our, uh, let's say, like late teens. Not jacking off, obviously. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> no, we we were just kind of staring in there, and we got these two like fourteen year old girls uh, that we kind of just weirded out, and they left. But I will say, I did that once. I did chat roulette by myself once over here at the house, and uh, I met one guy named Victor uh, Victor Orozco, who's a uh, Mexican guitarist, who was really uh, really talented. And we you know we chatted. He tags me and stuff on Facebook. Real talented guy. Uh, yeah, because you, you can guess what I put as my tag, like yeah, metal, anime. That pretty much was all all I talked to anybody about with. It, it's really cool when you can meet some neat people, but then there's a lot of dicks. Uh. <laughs> Literally, just, not even like, uh, oh, that guy's a douche. Like, no, just fucking unflaccided penis. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me let me tell you what the what the girls told me because when I call them bitches, Robert Cooper gets very offended apparently. Um, Jesse Starcher. Mm-hmm. 
there are people out there sending unsolicited videos of them fin- jacking off and finishing, and and I just learned this. Now, apparently, my wife's on the Snapchat, and Uh-oh. she doesn't use it that way from what she tells me. People, she's just not messaging people on Snapchat. She, watches, she, she follows certain people on Snapchat, and she watches the videos or whatever. You know, like, I'll... I'll uh, I'll look over and she'll be on her phone and I'll hear like a video coming out of it and that's how I know she's on the Snapchat. Uh, but but uh, but these other poor women, I guess, will be messaging uh, men that they meet on the Snapchat and it's like, hi, I'm Sally. Hi, I'm I'm George. And here's my dick. <laughs> and and uh, and apparently a very common phrase that. Uh, goes along with the jacking off and finishing video is look what you made me do. Oh my God, Not Taylor Swift. <laughs> She's so wholesome. And, and, and I, I have been told by these women that they didn't make them do anything, and they would appreciate if they stopped getting these videos. Just now, torture. Why are they doing this? And how this can they make it like- stop? Completely random people, completely random dudes. Uh, uh, yeah. like, like when you say that, it's, I don't think they're on the Snapchat, you know, and they're just like videos of cats playing pianos, and then suddenly I'm bombarded with dick pic. No, I don't think it's that. It, it, I don't know. Dick I mean, pic so when you picnic. Say, what? <laughs> How did I just figure out that could be a thing? Oh, my God. That's the name of my new band, Dick Pic Picnic. <laughs> I'm starting a band calling it Dick Pick Picnic. That's your new hardcore band. <laughs> uh, get the, tell Mindy to get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Rattlers and Broadcasting, M-H-O-T, the Dick Pick Picnic. Look what you made us do. Look what, Look you, what made you made us do. <laughs> get on that shirt. Um, wow. Anyway, we're sitting on a we're sitting on millions and millions of dollars here. Anyway, uh, no, like they're actively millions and millions of dollars. They're actively talking to dudes, and the dudes again are just like, "Hi, I'm I'm Bob. Here, here's me jacking off." Uh, and and the women are like, "How did I end up in this, you know, in in this dead end alley that I didn't mean to get into in the first? I was driving along the highway, things were going fine. I was moving along, singing a song, and suddenly I'm in a dead end alley, and there's a guy jacking off on, on the bed." How did we Moving get Moving along, here? singing a song, and all of a sudden, there's the schlong. M H O D. Moving along, singing a song. Moving along, singing a song, and here's the schlong. It is a very, very depressing and scary world that we live in. I mean, I... Do not – I don't even want to think about it. Yes, my my daughter is on the Snapchat, okay? And so is my wife. Now, again, the dutiful parent would be vigilant in checking all set accounts, if there are any of their children, in order to avoid seeing things such as that. Uh, but it's Snapchat, so you can't really check up on it. I I I I don't know how it works, Coop. I do. <laughs> All right. I'm on Snapchat. I don't. I promise I don't send wieners. 
Thank but, yeah, you, like, sir. <laughs> Are you getting unsolicited back off videos? Uh, no, no. I'm just get I just occasionally post unsolicited videos and I am a jack off. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go All right. So I'm gonna go ahead. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold hold the phone. Pause. I'm gonna go ahead and play my favorite song off this album and then we're gonna come back and get a lesson in Snapchatting from uh from Mr. Robert Cooper. This is the Pillars Crumbling. Badass, I don't care who you are. I'm right, aren't I, Jesse? <laughs> sure. I, 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 He's just worried I, about Snapchat right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've lost Jesse for the night. Apparently, I he's should worried be. about. He's worried about the snippy snap. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. Don't no, even want to okay. think about it. So, so, yeah, so the way that it works is that when you send messages, they disappear like after 10 seconds. Okay, kind of understand that part. I didn't understand that it could just be like straight up random. Like, okay, I'm going to send this to this person. Or well, if you... you have their, uh, you have their username, I think you could do that. Okay, but... all right, that makes me feel a little bit better because then that can be controlled at one end usually, you know, provided that 
nobody else is giving out your username. But apparently, from what I understand, it's pretty easy to find said usernames uh, on friends lists and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. If you're okay. like friends with well, somebody, like, like friends. So like, let's say Jesse's on Snapchat and he posts videos on Snapchat, and I follow him. He's like, oh. Mark Radlitz follows me on Snapchat. I'm going to follow him. I am going to then immediately send him a video of me jacking off. Isn't do not that do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I, now, I I think I might have mentioned this to you in the past there, Mark. Uh, Coop, I don't know if you were on here when I talked about it, but there was somebody that was on Snapchat imitating uh, as one of Kira's like acquaintances. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, they Weirdo. took uh, they took her that that person's username and was acting like them, and yeah, that that ended up being in a dick pic. Now, thank goodness it wasn't sent to my daughter; it was sent to uh, uh, the mother of one of the other kids. So anyway, well, I that's good. Yeah, at least it wasn't me, and at least it wasn't my family. But, oh, I thought you were going elsewhere. I was like, God, no, I don't want to think about you sending dick pics. No, <laughs> no, not happening. Mark, you, you, your day, your day's coming, sir. Your day's coming. Well, you will have to worry about shit like this. Sure, he sends and... people dick pics. I don't know where we're going with this. <sighs> no, he's saying my day is coming. I, I know. I get it. Oh, I get it. My daughter getting them. And I have a solution to the problem. And that is... Jitterbug. My, my daughter will not be allowed to have fucking Snapchat. This I wish you the best what of luck. A jitterbug? Best of luck. Get him a jitterbug, man. Jitterbug. You know, it's for the old yeah. people. It's got the big numbers. All you can do is call and send, and send, send calls, receive calls. I don't even know if you can text on it. Listen, let me let me explain how this is going to work. And Jesse, uh, feel free to uh, follow in my footsteps. The kids just don't get phones until they're much older. Um, and when they do get the phones, they're not allowed to get the Snapchat or or it's any be something anything. Totally different then, Mark Radlich. Here in about five years, it's going to be something totally different. And um, you could always. You could always use the same logic my mom used, and I was like, but everybody else has a phone. She goes, cool, use theirs. <laughs> Have you right. heard about this thing called Bumble? I'm going to tell you about I'm going to hey, play I'm a song. On, I'm on there. Are oh, you on the Bumble? Bumble? All right, of hang course. on. Let me, hang on. Before we get to the Bumble, um, real quick, any thoughts here on the best song on this album, The Pillar's Crumbling? It's pretty, uh, it's pretty fucking killer, man. It is, right? Jesse, sure. Yeah, hey, I I can see why you like it. So it's I don't hate it. That's that's a good. It's a decent song. It's probably one of the better ones on here. It may not be my favorite, but I can understand it being yours. No, it's your favorite. Trust me. Sure. Send me a dick pic. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say about sending you a dick pic for No Master track for No Master. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, all right, explain the Bumble. Okay, so Bumble is like Tinder, right? So you swipe right if you like them, you swipe swipe left if you don't. But the gimmick, and this is where I think it's fucking bullshit, Uh-oh. is uh, so when you match with somebody, the girl has 24 hours to message you. If they don't message you in those 24 hours, you lose the match. Now you can extend the match by 24 hours if you use one of your one to free daily extends, or you can just keep paying money and extend it forever. Uh, but then when they message you, you have 24 hours to message them back. Yep. And if you don't message them back within those 24 hours, you lose the match. Now, it's a wonderful thing, and uh, I get it. Uh, but, yeah, like, I don't know. What if you're on a fucking camping trip? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say, as a general rule, if you're out camping, get off your fucking bumble. Go go look at nature. Yeah, oh, I was. There's actually one girl. I was like, oh, she's really cute. And I just did not see that she messaged me before that 24 hours. I was like, son of a bitch. Like, it, it's, it's a crock of bullshit. Apparently you bumble fucked up. I bumble fucked. Oh, look at you, Mark. You made a good one. Oh, oh, oh look at you. You're going up so well. Yeah, I've, I've I've gotten exactly one really good date off of Bumble. And then she was good. like, I don't want to date anybody right now. I was like, oh, well, that sucks. You kissed me on the Then first don't date. use the app. Jeez, lady. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know if she just unmatched me or disappeared, but she was out, out of my matches. I was like, all right, well, I'm cool. It was cool while it lasted. Eh, fuck it. But, yeah, so, like, if you ever need anybody to explain a dating site, I've been on all of them. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, almost ten of them. Dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, fuck you. It's like ten of, it's ten of them over eight years. Okay, all right. Ten of them over ten minutes. And the All funny, Rob's doing and is the funny delight. thing is there's a there's a few of them. There's one, like a few of them I used back when I was like when I was in like eighteen, nineteen. I'm like, oh wow, those don't exist anymore. I'm old. <laughs> they have stopped. So let me ask you a question: Have you ever been on Plenty of Fish? Because I said to a girl, Oh um, God, I get numb flashbacks thinking about Plenty of Fish. I have. I was said like the the people, big girls coming believe, out of the trees. I don't believe there's any real people on Plenty of Fish. I think it's all like scams and and you know and just like I don't I I don't think it's people really looking for like relationships. I think it's all just like scams and you know and um, dial a dicks and dick pics. Yeah, lots of dick pics. Is there is there uh, that on there too? Dicks. I mean, yeah, yeah there's <laughs> dick pics everywhere, man. Surprise! Yeah. Welcome to the 21st century, where everything's pretty much got a dick pic attached to it. <laughs> like, hi, I mean, my you go to a website, it's, it's like I feel like the last time a society got you this, my name like, is God, Jason. I, I, well, I, feel I, like, I was going into a joke, but go ahead, go ahead, Mark. <laughs> I feel like the last time society got this way, God smote it with a flood. Ugh. Well, I mean, you know what? We're going to resurrect Dimebag Daryl, and we're going to have hang a Pantera on. Wait, 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 concert. Wait, 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 and hang on. I got to play. They're going to play Floods. 
I got to complain now. I just made a Sodom and Gomorrah joke, and that joke got big laughs with the Christian people I work with. Okay, God damn it. <laughs> Speaking of people I work with, this is girl. One of my favorite bands is Atheist. What do you want me to do? <laughs> she, she, made, she made me laugh. She was telling me the story about how, like, she lives in this richy rich community, and she's not necessarily like you know like a richy rich gal, but you know, but she does live there, and and she she passed by this girl, this 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 girl, and um, she was like, hey, how's it going? And the girl just kind of gave her a dirty look and kept on going. And <laughs> this doesn't work nearly as well unless you see it in person. But, like, when she was telling me the story, she's like, oh, and she just did this, like, really dramatic arm thing. <laughs> she just did, like, a windmill, basically. So just imagine her, you know, she's like, hey, how's it going? But, and does a windmill. And Jeez. I laugh my ass off because it's just, like, it is amazing to me that, like, while I get she's basically saying you're you're being a very, you're not being a very nice neighbor and a very, you know, and you're being a very upsetting person. It's it's funny to me that the insult that she went to is and you sleep around and you know because you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that might have been a bit much, but it made me laugh so hard. We do it at work now. Like if anybody like comes in and, and is just an asshole, we'll just all do the dramatic arm gesture and yell out whore. Whore, wonderful. <laughs> Speaking of that, can't do that at my job. No, you cannot be yeah. yelling. Oh, at I can do that at my employment line. I could do that at my job. It just depends on who I'm telling it to. There you go. Pass it on. I mean, I, I, I want to get whore. I want to, I want to get whore in a windmill arm. Tra- uh, trending. Trending. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Whore. This is track. Whore. Go to whore. This is track nine. <laughs> Declaring new law. Parentheses. Secret. Hell.
that's a lot of death metal. Sounds like a fucking. It's like a fucking brain drill. <laughs> I, yeah. One of the things, <clears throat> one of the reviews that I read, really tore this song this this song up. I mean, they they did not like it. Number one, because it just felt so redundant. It was just bum 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 bum. And there's, I think, like we didn't get to it, but there's like a guitar solo in the middle of this. But still, I mean, uh, okay, <laughs> what song is this? It's a Morbid Angel song. Uh, it's definitely this album. Yeah, the uh... oh, don't fall controller. Yeah, actually, the song before this was my favorite song. That was the one that they chose for their. Uh, the first release, and I really fucking dug that. This one was, I mean, it's repetitious. It's really good for background music, though. I gotta say, definitely makes you not really notice that uh, it's lasted for three minutes of dun 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 dick pig. Oh no, not revisiting this album the rest of the year. Oh yeah, no more. Well, yeah, because it'll be flashbacks to that bullshit. I mean, pretty much like. I mean, half half stiff wiener is the new Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> I mean, no. that's what they that's just when you least expect it. Here comes the Spanish Inquisition. Oh no! <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Um, Nobody expects a Snapchat dick pic. <laughs> Jesse, I'm gonna go ahead and play from the Hand of Kings. I'm gonna need you to go on YouTube and grab the penis song from. Uh, Monty is Python. it titled that? It's it titled the penis. Yeah, but you're gonna want to Google okay. image it first. No, I'm just kidding. That'll that'll end badly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you. Uh, I will play from the end of Kings. You're gonna play the penis song. Let's go. All right.
Jesse, what you got? What you got? <laughs> it's on there. It should be number 12. Well, it'll probably be down at the bottom. Uh, but, but yes, uh, as for if you're asking for my thoughts of from the hand of kings, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Here's here's what I'm gonna ask you right now. <laughs> All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed up recently in the kettlebell. Isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? It's swell to have a stiffy. It's divine to own a dick. From the tiniest little tadger to the world's biggest prick. So three cheers for your Willie or John Thomas. Hooray for your one-eyed trouser snake. Your piece of pork, your wife's best friend, your pussy or your cock. You can wrap it up in ribbon, you can slip it in your sock. But don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock. And you won't I come a back. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Monty Python. <laughs> Encore. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed up recently in the kettlebell. Isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? It's swell to have a stiffy. It's divine to own a dick. From the tiniest little tadger to the world's biggest prick. So three cheers for your Willie or John Thomas. Hooray for your one-eyed trouser snake. Your piece of pork, your wife's best friend, your pussy or your cock. You can wrap it up in ribbon, you can slip it in your sock. Don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock. And you won't I come a back. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. You know why that's a dated song? Because now people are taking it out in public all the time and they're not being stuck <laughs> in the dock. Yeah, there's, 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 no, there's no consequences anymore. Hey, you know what's funny is I went to the studio and uploaded that. And Blog Talk was kind enough to say, you're sure this is podcast safe audio, right? And I was like, this whole fucking show has not been <laughs> podcast safe audio. Here we go. <laughs> no, we are decidedly not podcast safe. <laughs> the one podcast that is not podcast safe. Metal Hammer of Doom. Slap it on a t-shirt. <laughs> That's right. Slap on a t-shirt and pull it out in public. <laughs> you know you're proud to be a part of this show. Don't even lie. Oh, you know it. You know it. All right. What's well, not to be this proud of? This is the last track. <laughs> this is the last track of the night, man. And then it's time to pack it, up, pack it in. And this is all of Idols. <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the penis song again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it would have been great if you just would have went right into it without saying a word. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed up recently in the kettlebell. Doesn't it all be nice to have a penis? Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? It's swell to have a stiffy, it's divine to own a dick. From the tiniest little padger to the world's biggest prick. So three cheers for your Willie or John Thomas. Hooray for your one-eyed trouser snake. Your piece of pork, your wife's best friend, your pussy or your cock. You can wrap it up in ribbon, you can slip it in your sock. But don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock. And you won't come back. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm gonna give this album a a B. It's fine. Um, it's a little samey, not not completely samey. There's definitely one or two standout tracks on it. Um, it's it's a great album to clean your house to. Robert Cooper. I like cleaning houses. Terrific. And you'll love this album. <laughs> I just, just for a second there, I was like, I like cleaning houses. And uh, all right, at this point, you just got to keep on with it and see what they do. Uh, yeah. Uh, for this album, honestly, I feel like with repeat listens, especially with headphones on, uh, there's more rewards. I notice more the list, uh, more that I listen to this album, the more I'm starting to notice kind of background, uh, kind of. Uh, background melody with the guitar work uh, it's definitely a good return to form for the band uh, yeah it would uh, do us or whatever the fucking saying us that album could eat my asshole and don't forget to uh don't forget to look up hitler listens to morbid angel by the way it is a hoot uh yeah that album is such fucking dookie kill a cop kill a kill a cop oh uh, yeah this is a great return to form for the band uh, i give this album three and a half stars uh, it, it does kind of run in the same territory, but I actually think that the further you go on in the album, the more unique the songs get. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a good listen and a really cool album artwork, so that's a thing. There you go. Boom. Hey. Lesbians. All right. Uh, well, I can tell you that on my end of things, my I'm glad that this is at least my first foray into – or adventure into Morbid Angel, I guess I would say. And not that Morbid Angel needs to take an adventure into me. We've already discussed that earlier in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, at least this isn't 2011, and we're talking about that horrible album, Eludius Dominus, whatever it was, Satanic Disgust a Bust. Um, Dick Bigamous. <laughs> at least we're not talking about that. So, I mean if anything that I picked up from the reviews that I read, uh, you, you can't do much other than echo exactly what Coop said. This is a return to form for this band. A lot of the reviews that I read said that these guys are back, uh, or at least the, it's a definitely an upward twi- trend from that last album. Twind. Twind. Tweedle. <laughs> yeah. Tweedly D. Uh, so check that. You know, if you're, if you're into the double bass, I mean, my gosh, this album's got it in spades. It'll be in your face and in your ear holes. You're not going to be able to get rid of it. Uh, it's going to send it, you a dick pic. Let's <laughs> be a big old bass right in your face. Um, and the, <laughs> you get the, two of the them. Ba- the face of bass. 
<laughs> and it's going to run down uh, the back of your leg. Uh, I oh saw no. Where the fuck <laughs> did um, that come from? I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah, it's it's getting late. I'll just say that most likely I, I won't be revisiting this album anytime soon. It's it's fine. Yeah, sure. If you're if you're into this type of if you're into if you're a fan of the the band, great. You've got better things to probably look forward to now. Uh, if you're not, and you're somebody that enjoys a different type of music, you're you're not going to want to listen to this. Uh, you got a taste of it, so uh, you know. Hey, you can make your decisions on your own. For myself, though, uh, Mormon Angel. Well, you know, maybe things will change there in the next album. Maybe it'll have some more for me. You never know. So that's all I got to say, Mark Rylich. All right, uh, that is our show for the evening. If you've joined, if you've stayed with us this long, God bless you. Um, next week. We start the 2018 year uh, in earnest with Watain Trident Woof Eclipse, which comes out uh, this Friday, as a matter of fact, if you're listening to this live. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Black Metal brought to you by Robert Cooper. It was his pick um, because he didn't want to do Asking Alexander for some reason. Uh, So I let him uh, I let him choose and he chose wisely I suppose. Um, we'll also be doing uh, 300 by Frank Miller on source material and 300 the movie and on trial. Uh, this Friday now if you if you tried to tune into the Rattlers and Broadcasting Network this past Tuesday and you saw there was no TV party tonight, that's because uh, I was at SmackDown. Uh, with my family, and if you follow me on Facebook, you can see very cute pictures of my son holding his own little title that I bought for him. I got myself a glorious T-shirt, glorious. Um, so we uh, we decided to move TV party tonight for Fuller House season three part two to this Friday. Oh. God, they're <sighs> still coming out with that mediocre shit show. Yep. Um, here's what's going on for the next uh, month and a half here on Metal Hammer of Doom. On the 17th of January, we got the new Corrosion of Conformity. On the 24th of January, the new Avatar, Avatar Country. On the 31st of January, we got Machine Head, Catharsis. Um, February 7th, Leaves Eyes, Sign of the Dragon Head. On the 14th, Valentine's Day, my Valentine's Day to Robert Cooper, uh, Orphan Land, Unsung. Oh, I love that band so much. I know. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, Did you see the video for the uh, that they sent out? No, hang on. Like their lead single? Oh. On the 21st of February... Philip H. Ansamo and the Illegals, Choosing Mental Illness as a Virtue. Very appropriate. On the uh, the 28th of February, Visions of Atlantis, The Deep and the Dark. Uh, in March, because why the hell not? Let's keep going. Uh, on March 7th, we got Andrew... Fuck a duck. We got Andrew W.K. Yo, fuck. My calendar is going crazy. Uh try that again you're not alone Ugh, that took too long 
Uh, on the 14th of March, we got Ministry, America c- 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 Can't. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, March 21st, another one of Rob's picks. We got Saxon Thunderbolt. Uh, March 28th, Monster Magnet, mine, fucker. On uh, April 4th, it's video game week here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. We got Power Glove, Metal Combat for the Mortal Man. I'm going to go in the way back machine. How far back? Way, way back. Look at the first Power Glove album. And just added to the calendar, because I just found out they're releasing an album. They'll have released this album uh, a a few weeks prior, but we're going to get to it on April 11th, unless something else comes out that bumps it from the schedule. Boo Manchu, clone of the universe. What do you think about that, Jesse Starchy? You ever hear some Boo Manchu? Boogie Van. Boo Manchu, clone of the universe. Uh, We'll figure out what we're going to do the week after, but on uh, April 25th, it's going to be Rob's pick. Another Rob and Jesse solo joint. They're going to take over the show. They're going to go crazy because I won't be there. I'll be at the Foo Fighters concert. Tremendous. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Reaction? Anyone? Googly? Uh, that, sounds like a good, that sounds like a good time. Yep. Hashtag dick. And dick. A- no. And a great time will be had by all. Good evening, Doesn't it all be nice to have a penis? <laughs> all right. <laughs> it is. Great. We uh we're gonna need... you have to write in the snow. We're we're gonna need just that clip of isn't it awfully nice to have a penis going into twenty eighteen. <laughs> that will happen. That can happen. Not a problem. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Isn't it all that remember. Yeah, that'll 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 get lots of play this year. I promise you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> penis play, get it? Robert Cooper, go ahead and do your plugs. So, uh, yeah, there's this podcast. And there's that video of Hitler listening to Morbid Angel. Gotta listen to that. And then the uh, ooh, the Orphan Land single uh, that I can't remember the name of, but uh, the uh, the theme of it is with respect to Judaism, Islam, and heavy metal. So uh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, that's a thing. Is that uh, it's a uh, like Orpheus, I believe. That it is. Okay. I listen to that. I listen to that song in the middle of work because you know nothing says uh, nothing says a hardware store in the south like Muslims. And nothing says I love you like a De- like a jackoff video. Ugh. Exactly. I mean, isn't it nice to have a penis? Uh, and then there's uh, the Central Rider podcast. The thing that I don't do that I good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed up recently in the catabin. Doesn't it all be nice to have uh, a penis? Uh, I would say it just tickles him But I don't want to think about him tickling it So thank you Uh, That's probably the sound effect that comes out too Uh, No pun intended Uh, 
<laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't know we were starting to just kind of compare. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's at Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerider Podcast. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-I-D-R Podcast. Uh, W2Mnet.com. Uh, my buddy Sean Garmer's site that I was supposed to write a blurb for the Wrestle Kingdom 12 preview, and I didn't because I uh, fell asleep. Uh, yeah, Teasley's going to be doing podcasts for him. Oh, it's about uh-huh. time. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll still never forget. Don't you have your own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's funny in the group chat. Somebody else. In the, what the fuck, man? He he doesn't want to come back to me. Well, B-O- I mean, B-O-G, to be fair, we share content. We share content. Uh, cool. Whatever. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll bullshit it that way. <laughs> yeah, he and I reminisced about that time we pissed off uh, Jeremy Lambert. Oh yeah, I oh, I remember that oh. one pretty clearly. Oh, he pissed him off talking about uh, <laughs> talking about was it Malibu's most wanted? Oh, dude! <laughs> and, and how he was using his white boy rap skills. And then you never heard from him again on that podcast. No, nope, he that just was stopped talking. <laughs> he just stopped talking, and we were both like, "Oof." Uh, probably maybe hit a little too close to home on that one. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't like Cheddar Bob. We had we, we had a guy in high school that was nicknamed Cheddar Bob, by the way. Cheddar after oh, the really? character, the character from Eight Mile, the guy that had the gun in his pants and shot himself in the leg. Terrific. Just because we thought he would do that, we thought he'd Plaxico, you know, just uh, have that gun <laughs> in the waistband and shoot himself in the leg. So uh, yeah, and speaking of Plaxico, scrapingthebottom.com. Uh, my buddy Kevin, it's his podcast. I was on there once. It was a dumpster fire, but he brought cake. So if I'm ever back on there, I'm bringing cake. Is it going to be good cake? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Speaking of dumpster fires, Jesse. Oh, my goodness. Kitty sprinkles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go give the Rattlich in Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. Uh, yeah, we've got wrestling. We've got MMA. We have video. There's a video game podcast on this piece uh, from our good friends over at W2Mnet.com. They give us a lot of great content. Uh, also, I do a comic book show. It's called a comic book show. It's called Source Material. You can check that out. Mark Radlich mentioned our our uh, upcoming shows, and then previously we have we have a over 140 episodes. So if you like comic books, maybe you don't have the opportunity to sit down and read uh, like some people do, and you'd like to hear a couple or two or three or four guys get on there and discuss a book, what happens in it, and just how how it jiggles jingles their bells. You could check that out there at some point. <laughs> uh, if, 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 go back in the archives. We've talked Marvel Jingles Comics. Bell. What the DC fuck? Comics, <laughs> yeah. Marvel, Marvel Comics, DC Comics, uh, Independence, uh, they're all over the board. So uh, other than that, I think I am ready to cut out of here. I've got, I, I got some quick editing I'm in the middle of doing right now because it is awfully nice to have a penis. Mark Radlich. What? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed up recently in the kettlebell. Doesn't it all be nice to have a penis? <laughs> the, the clip is coming your way in just about two seconds. I'm putting it on here. 
And you guys, it, it, it will be here for the rest of 2018. It started here on the Metal Hammer of Doom, ladies and gentlemen. It started right uh, here. We never stop having fun on this show. Um, no that bad of a day, I can always come on here and laugh my ass off. If no, Even if nobody else is entertained, fuck it, I'm entertained. And with that said, this oh, has been the Metal Hammer. Oh, you're not entertained. This has been the Metal Hammer of Doom, and I am your host, the Mandate Reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified for the disapproving dad, Jesse Starcher, and the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. Be well, be safe, and isn't it awfully nice to have a penis?